Blog Talk Radio. All right, gather around, gather around, gather around. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm all here. I'm all here. <laughs> Glad you made it in. Glad you made it in. It's a blessing to be here for the saints. Thank the Most High for this opportunity. We thank the Most High for the men of God gather here. And about say whether two or three got name. Is in the midst. We thank him for you know, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit for being in the midst. I'd like to thank the Most High for myself, for me being blessed to be here in the land of living. I'm thankful for his grace and mercy allowing me to be here. I thank All you right. for grace and mercy for the elder, the watchman on the wall. Hey, Amen. For being here. Help me out. Amen. I'll be here on for a short while. And I'm going to turn over to my brother. I got some assignments, some things I got to take care of. Amen. But who knows? Amen. I may, what I may do is do. You never know. You never know. Amen. Amen. I may do 45 and then give him the rest, let him do the other 45. I'd like to thank the most high for Derek Oliver and his team for allowing us to be a blessing on his platform. Amen. Amen. I'd like to thank him. That there is no restrictions, Amen. I like that. I like how the fact that you know they don't come to us and tell us what we can say and what we can't say. You know, a lot of times you go to churches, you have to be careful, Amen. Let's just be real. A lot, yes, a lot of preachers, you know, you say certain things in their congregation that they'll never invite you back or they try to set you down. You know, um, remember how the brother come said, on, preacher, tell us. Amen, amen. I'm going to let you say a quick prayer. We're going to jump right on in. Go ahead, doctor. All right. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We're going to come to you tomorrow. We're going to come to you forever because your name is above every name. We thank you for this opportunity for preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one that died and suffered on Calvary's cross and gave his life that through him we can have eternal life. We ask you, Lord, let your Holy Ghost come on in, Lord. Let it speak through Brother Tim Jackson right now. Dr. Tim Jackson, the word a man of God, a man that's speaking the word, a man that's speaking the truth. That men, women, boys and girls can come to acknowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He says as you anoint him right now. Give him the power and the will and the desire to tell him what thus says the Lord in your word and by your word, through your son Jesus Christ and his shed blood on Calvary's cross. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother, for that All awesome right. prayer. Amen. Thank you for being here. Amen. We're going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and get into it. Um, amen. Which is one of the reasons why I had him to go ahead and pray. Amen. Thank God for our life, our health, and strength. Amen. There's so much going on right now in the world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, brother. Amen. That's right. We just want to make sure that we are prepared and that we're getting you prepared for the return of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Um, I was thinking today about what a family member had said. It's funny. He said, uh, we got a thousand more years ago, (laughs) which is funny. I said, a thousand more years. (laughs) A thousand more years. Yeah, I, I laughed. I said, brother, and what's funny is that I used to believe that, too. 
I used to try to add it up. I said, well, I know my dad said it'll be 6,000 years after the year 2000, another 1,000 years, and then a 1,000-year millennial reign would be 8,000 years, <laughs> which is the, you know, of course, 8,000 is the number of infinity. And then I was thinking that we we're going into eternity. That's what I used to think. That's what I used to think. I said, and then I said, you know, and I always didn't believe that Christ would return for another 200 years. But I said, but I said no. But yeah, um, that was funny. And he said that he, the other day. He said, "Yeah, man, we got a thousand Christ ain't coming back. We got a thousand more years." I said, "Brother, I don't know about that. I don't. I, yeah, it's I hard for me to see this all go on for. Can you imagine? Look, look, look at the world where it's at now. Really, look at it. Look at it. Gas prices are out of control." Food is out of control. Man, you can't go to the store and, and and not buy nothing worthwhile for a meal for the family without spending over a hundred dollars. You're gonna spend over a hundred bucks a day just to feed the family. Now, if you cook it, you might get away with with fifty dollars plus, and you may be able to eat on that. Maybe depending on the size of your family, you may eat on that two or three days. You know, you might may get to that. I know with the size of my family. And I know my kids are getting old. We only got two more in high school, but one of my other sons lived with us. He's grown. We get about two days out of that between the five of us. And we're basically all adults because other kids, they're 17. And so you think about that. We not, you know, me and my wife don't eat as much as we used to, which helps. You know, the kids, they growing, you know, but I think about that. I think about the gas price. I think about the debt. Look at the, look at America. It's thirty trillion dollars in debt. Thirty one trillion. Thirty one trillion. Now it's thirty one trillion. Yeah, you're not coming out of that. Now, there is no magical way you can wave a wand and come out of that. Not 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 in a structured, legit way. You can't come out of thirty one. But what's funny is that this country is allowed to have bad credit, but but they don't want you to have bad credit. And that's crazy. That's funny. You know, I think about some of the things that go on in the world. I think about the world that we live in. It's like you got organ harvest, sex trafficking, Come on. Um, child porn, children yeah. being taken kidnapped, being taken advantage of. This is not slowing down. This is what people don't understand. It's picking up. Picking up. So when things happen like that, Something's got to happen, and that's usually how it is. When sin, when it gets so wicked, see, I think about Solomon Gomorrah, and what I want to talk about just for a little bit is these gays, the gay community, the alphabet community, because when things continue to get bad, and what's funny, yeah. you know, me you know, just talking to my brothers, you know, we have conversations. Sometimes, you know, I get to talk to other ministers, and sometimes I just think about, um. I think about the thing that's going on. There was a conversation about this pastor. His name is Jamal Bryant. And they was, they was, you know, that if you watch your YouTube, it's all on social media. The, the Christian believing community, believing in Christian communities in the uproar because he's going around saying he's apologizing to the gays for how the church has treated them. Talking about the church owed them an apology. Said, no, the church don't owe them nothing. You might want to apologize if you want to. I ain't apologizing to them for nothing. Just like Come I'm not going to apologize for the fornicator. I'm not going to apologize to the adulterer. 
I'm not going to apologize to the murderer, the kidnapper, the, the people who do child pornography and take advantage of kids, murderers, thieves, you know, people who spit. Who, why should we apologize? But God's word comes with no apology. We're not That's apologizing right, brother. That's for, right. God, for God's laws. Is you crazy? Ain't nobody apologizing for that. And now you got the gay community, especially the black community, they, they get into it, talking about we do all them an apology. We don't owe you nothing. <laughs> then uh, they're going on talking about how one guy was saying about how one of his family members was gay and how he ended up killing himself. We don't condone hate. We don't condone somebody killing himself. We don't condone, you know, and Come he on, says all you. behind, I guess when he came out and told his family he was gay, his own mother disowned him. His whole, most of his family disowned him, and his uncle ended up beating him up, and a few weeks later he committed suicide. That's a terrible act. That's a terrible situation. I'm not for nobody abusing nobody. I'm not for nobody beating up on nobody, killing nobody. Or nothing to do with how somebody would kill themselves or going out committing the murders or killing act. I'm not for that. I don't condone that. We preach love. But people have taken that out of context to mean that if we love God and we represent Christ, we're supposed basically what they're trying to tell us, we just need to accept their lifestyle. That's a lie. We don't That's need to a lie. accept nothing. We don't That's accept a lie. kidnapping. We don't accept murdering. We don't, we don't accept somebody killing or raping or taking advantage of women. Why should we accept that? We're not going to accept it. We'll never accept it. I don't care what you say. We serve the most high God, and the Holy Spirit stands by us on that. We ain't got to accept nobody's lifestyle, not the adulterer, the fornicator. We don't have to accept no type of filthy living. That's just all it is to it. You can call it what you want. You can feel how you want to feel about it. We don't care. We don't. Okay, at the bottom line, because here's, here's what I'm saying to you. If you have a reprobate mind and say, this is just how I'm going to be, that's just like a person who, who likes children or a person who takes advantage of women and children and men just say, well, I'm just, this is just how I'm going to be. How would you like it for somebody to have mass murder and serial killer say, well, this is just how I'm going to be? You're going to have to just accept my lifestyle as a murderer and a killer and taking advantage of women. Are you crazy? We got to accept that? We don't have to accept anything. You need to get saved, get God in your life, and change your heart is what you need to do. See, we don't have to accept none of that. The devil is a lie. From the bottomless, deep pits of hell is where this nonsense is coming from. Most of these people are possessed with demons. You can say what you want to. You can get offended. I don't care. I really don't care. Come you on, know why I don't care? Let me tell you why I don't care. There are little children out here suffering behind the nonsense that men do. Men and grown women. There are children that have been kidnapped that will never see their parents again. Kids have been taken advantage of that that some of them will never heal from that type of stuff. Some of them will never get over that stuff. Come and on, man. Tell I, it. I'll never forget this, this young lady came to, this, came to our church. Long, this is when I first got saved 20, almost about 23 years ago. And she had confessed to the church that she was a witch. And she went on to say about how she don't believe in God because some of the things that happened to her when she was little. We get that. We understand things happen to people. We don't condone these things. We pray for folks and we love on them, but it does not mean that we're going to accept your lifestyle. We get it. We understand. 
We're going to love on you. We're going to continue to teach you that, hey, this is not right. We understand this happened to you. We understand that you accepted this lifestyle, but God can heal you. God can bring you out of that. Come That's on, what we want it. you to understand. Just like we just like we want the fornicate. Man, you don't, you don't understand. You think it's just people that's gays. You don't understand. And I'm talking to men, and this is not funny. I've actually talked to them, spoke to men, and said they've slept with hundreds of women. And when I say hundreds, you may think I'm just saying a couple. No, I'm talking about the numbers are high. And I said, brother, there's no way in the world you could have said, man, I have actually slept many women. You have to pray for people like that. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, Some of that sir. stuff is demon possession. Some of that stuff is a sickness. Some of that stuff people can't get over. And, and maybe nothing happened to them when they were young. People have habit, whether it's alcohol, drugs, our job is to intercede, to pray, and to believe for these people and to love on these people. We love these people. We do. We love them, but we don't have to accept their lifestyle. See, if Come we on. accept their lifestyle, then we're not doing them any good. We're not helping you if we just say, oh, man, you didn't sleep with a thousand women. Man, go sleep with a thousand more women. You'd be surprised at stuff that I've heard men say. I used to have a friend that said that. He said he actually slept with us. I said, brother, there's no way. Where do you find the time to sleep with us? But I, I knew the guy. Was he a woman? I said, man, I lied to you not. He was a ladies' man. The women loved him. They liked him. And I knew he was doing it because he would talk to one woman. And then, you know, because they knew we were friends, she used to come and ask me, well, does he have a girlfriend? Because he would mess with him and get going to him, and he would. He have four or five women that wanted man. Lord, you don't stop. Oh, he would. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. You know, if I was out in the world, like I would just, I would say, man, he was a bad man because he would. He would be. Oh man, he would just. He would never stop. And I was just like, Lord, have mercy. But he wasn't the only one. I'm just simply saying, to you, there are women out there like that. Nothing has happened to them when they were young. These folks just have. They just have a habit. They have yeah. just like people like to smoke. Just like people like to smoke drugs and do drugs. And there are people like that. They just love sex. Oh, I've met women like that. They just love to have sex. And so you have to pray for people like that because these things are not okay according no, to sir. the word of God no, and what we believe. So it's just not folks in the gay community. No, if that's the case, you tell them the truth that we need to apologize to everybody out here that's just committing sin. Now, we're just going to be okay with what they're doing. Absolutely. Come on now. We serve a God. You know, we serve a God that's able to deliver you. So just like I ain't going to put up the folks in the LGBT, whatever, all that alphabet numbers and stuff, I'm not going to put up with, with my friends and folks that's just out here just sleeping around. I'm not going to. Come on now. Amen. 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 I'm not going to put up with it. I ain't got to accept his lifestyle. I ain't got to accept her lifestyle. I ain't got to accept the drug dealer's lifestyle. I ain't got to accept the prostitute's lifestyle. And I don't have to accept folks out here that's on drugs lifestyle. No, we love you. We want you to be delivered. Because, see, God, here's the thing. God chastises us. Why does he chastise us? Because he loves us. Why do your parents chastise you when you look? Did your parents accept your lifestyle? When you was just out there just cutting up when you was a kid, when you were stealing and doing certain things, my parents didn't accept my life. When I cut up in school, I got my butt whooped. <laughs> That's all it was, too. My dad didn't just say, and you know what's so funny, brother? Growing up, I remember the kids that I used to go to school with, and they used to tell me, 
My mama don't whoop me. These were some bad kids. They got to do it. You know what them kids are today? They either dead or they done been through prison. See, now we in our 50. We 50. Come we're on, our 40s come and 50s on. Now. So most of them spent their 20s and their 30s. In pr- and I see these jokers. You know what the first thing they tell me? I'll never forget this guy with a school at old, old class. I've been knowing him since elementary. And I remember him. He used to sell drugs. This brother, and we was at the store. I said, man, I ain't seen you almost since high school. You know the first thing he said to me? He said, brother, I'm done. I'm like, okay, brother, you ain't going to speak and talk about what? Because he had been in prison two times for most of his life. He said, man, I'm done. He said, I'll never go back to prison again. You get what I'm saying? Because his lifestyle was accepted. See, because somebody thought it was okay for him to do certain things when he was young. These are people who didn't get whoopings. These are people who didn't get this. These are people who, do, who nobody loved them enough to tell them, hey, son, what you're doing is wrong. And when he got grown and started selling drugs, they thought it was cute because he was giving money to family members. But when he got caught and got caught again, see, he didn't spend most of his life in prison. He ain't the only one. I got several classes. You know how from African-American men. Tell they want us sent down. I try to teach these young men, especially our men, don't give them a reason. I know I'm renting, but I got to share this with y'all because well, you want to know ahead, why. Brother. It is me that we got all this separation in our community, but we got folks who want to tell us as a church, I get it. There are some folks that may have said some things to you hurtfully, your family member. It's a shock to have somebody in your family like that. It is. I got yes, six it brothers. Is. Yes, as it far is. as I know, none of us are like that because our dad didn't mother, our mom and dad didn't tolerate that nonsense. They raised men. And I look across, you know, when you start getting into our, some of our cousins, I've seen a few of them like that. But we were never ugly to them. We never talked down to them or talked about their lifestyle. And things like that, but we love on these people. Hey, you know, I, I you know, I don't have nobody, and not trying to brag, and I pray to God that I don't have none. But so far, I don't have nobody that close to me in the family that's that's like that. Most of the people in our family are church going people. They're saved. So if there's anything like that, we do have some in the family. We do have them, but like I said, they're not they're not an arm's length. They're far away. As far as their cousins, but they live in another city. I don't never see them. But I pray for them, and I love them, and I know about them. But the only thing we can do is pray for them. Maybe Come we're on, not here preacher. to chastise people and make people feel bad. You were, and, it's, it's, and I guess why I'm talking about this because I just now thought about it. I saw this young man while I was at work today with purple, with purple uh, fingernail paint. Fingernails, you know how it is. You know what I'm trying to say. Fingernails are painted purple. Yeah, there you go. Fingernail polish was purple. I was like thinking to myself, Lord, have mercy. And, you know, you got to pray for folks. Because yes, you do. Some folks, yes, you do. Amen. You got to pray for them. Some folks, this is a choice. They have chosen to live this type of lifestyle. Some folks, something happened to them when they were young. I remember a friend of mine back in Dallas, he told me a story about this guy he met. And um, I'm not trying to be vulgar, but I got to share this with you. He said he, he said he just don't know what to do with himself. And a lot of people don't. They carry so much hurt on the inside, man. You know, when the family member, somebody like that, do something like that to you, 
That's very hurtful. We we know it happens. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, and, and you know, I can never understand because I'm the baby boy of, of six boys. I had five older brothers, and not ever did I experience anything like that. My dad was a pastor. My mom was played the piano in the church. I was blessed. I can truly say now, hearing the stories that I've heard throughout my life, with girlfriends, you know, females I've had a relationship with, some men are sure some things, I am truly blessed to have had and not experienced anything. That's why I say when I got grown, it was a shock when I heard. I said, man, you got to, this, brother, you can't be telling me this. So my, my friend told me about a story that he, an encounter he had with this guy with the encounter, what I'm saying is a conversation. And um, what he was telling me was this guy said he was so hurt because a lot of people be contemplating suicide. He said his two older brothers, three boys, his two older brothers did it to him. And that ain't the only story I've heard like that, had did it to him. And um, said that when they got grown, you know, he ended up being gay. They're acting like they're straight because, to me, if you do something like that, deep down, you're gay. Lord have mercy. And so I think about that. I think about that, you know, what he said. He said that now that they're older, his all two older brothers that older than him that did that to him are now married with wives, with kids, and said that they will not let their kids come around him. I said, what? I said, the irony. I said, so they're going to do that to him, but won't let. And don't get me wrong, I kind of get what's going through their mind. They didn't want a chance their kids thinking he might get revenge. You know what I'm saying? I get yeah. that, but. They were just wrong to begin with to do that to him, period. They were wrong yeah. to do that to him. Yeah. They, you know, pretty much made him what he is today. He said it just bothered him so much. He was just, my friend, he was just sharing it. I said, Lord, have mercy. And we have to pray for people in that community because that's what happens. To, I, I can guarantee you probably 50 to 60% of the people that are that way, both men and women, something probably happened to them. Because I used to be very insistent to it. I used to, because I was, you know, coming from a smaller city, we didn't see it that much. So it was a shock. We very started. I didn't start seeing it until I moved to the big cities. And I was like, man, after I moved to a couple of big cities, like, it was like, man, this is like the norm here. And it kind of bothered me because I just wasn't used to seeing, especially, you know, we think it's black men. Well, we certainly shouldn't act like that. But it, it took me years later after my salvation to understand, oh, okay, something happened. And Tim, you can't be, you can't treat them like that. Cause I usually didn't talk to men like that. I could, I, they, they was, they, they would sit in my body like that. That basically, in my mind, like you disgust me. I don't even want you to even talk to me. That's how I used to be. Mm. You know, mm. especially as a young man, you know, you're very masculine. You know, you like women. Like man, don't even talk when nobody can see you talking to me. And then once I give them that look and just like that talk, they wouldn't even bother with me. And then one day, the Holy Spirit just dealt with me and said, you know what? Tim, you can't be like that. You're supposed to be an example for me Come the on. World, to love people. Come on. And in order for them to get healing, especially when they see you, they need to know that there's a bright light of hope and a chance for change tomorrow. 
And there have yes, been sir. Yes, that sir. have gotten say, both men and women say, hey, I don't go that way anymore. I remember when I was in seminary school, I instructor, he was like that. He was saying that he has no desire to go back to that life. We have to pray for people like that. I remember Dunning McClurk, and he confessed on his documentary that he was like that, you know, many years because of what happened to him when he was five, his own uncle. And we think about stuff like that. We we got to pray for people. We love on, them. Preacher. We don't want them to think, oh, well, you hate bashing. We don't hate you. We dislike your lifestyle. We don't like or we don't like your lifestyle. God don't God hates your lifestyle. He does. We have to be uh, you think God don't hate adulterers and, and fornicators? He hates their lifestyle just as much as he hates a person that's gay. He don't hate you mm-hmm. more because you're gay. Amen. But he know he knew the intent. He'd rather see you, amen, not saying that any sin is better. He'd rather see a man uh, messing with a woman because I believe that it's probably easier to come back from that than it is a man with a man, a woman, a woman. Come amen. on and now. The why, because when I used to work at, this, work at this bank, at this call center at Citigroup, this guy uh, on my team, he was gay. He was a white guy. He used to sit right next to me. And, you know, we just talk about a lot of things. You know, you talk about, you know, how he said he believed in God. And it was just, it wasn't just me. It was a group of us, like five of us in our cubicle, at our desk. And I said, we have to discuss. He would show us stuff about, you know, his experiences, nothing vulgar, but he would just tell us that, you know, hey, man, you be shocked. There's more people in the world that's gay than what you believe. He said, a lot of these married men out here are gay. We looked, this was like way back in the early 2000s, coming out of the 90s. We looked at him like, no, nah, man. He like, no. He said he even knew people in high positions that had a wife but be at gay clubs. They would see them in gay clubs. Come on, preacher. about some of the things that they would do. And that's how we know that it's more difficult for someone who is gay to come back out of that lifestyle. That's why they're so combating of their lifestyle that they don't want to come back. from. They want you to just accept it, whereas most people – who's a man that's an adulterer or a fornicator, you can talk to them about their lifestyle. They'll they'll be a little bit more understanding to say, yeah, man, you know what, you're right. I probably do need to stop sleeping with so many women. Because we've had these conversations before. You know, women, you know, kind of feel a little bad about, yeah, you know, I need to slow down. But when you try to talk to somebody who's gay about their lifestyle, they, man, they all, they ready to fight, especially nowadays yeah. with the different laws. They're ready to go to war with you. They, they are combating about the lifestyle. And when he shared some of the stuff that he shared with us over 20 years ago, it made sense as to why, you know, most people with that life. And this is why over in Romans, the first chapter, Paul has that Come on. in the context Come on. of a ro- reprobate mind. It's right there yeah. in the same context. And what he's simply saying to you is the same thing I just said. It's more difficult, just like it was for for Moses to try to get Pharaoh to release the children, he would not release the children of Israel. He would not. After 10 plays, you would have thought by the third or fourth, fifth play, he like, nah, you know what, man? <laughs> Give them some gold and get them out of the city. They is yeah, yeah. Get them out of here. You would have thought. But if you notice, um, you know, Moses tried to deal with Pharaoh. Pharaoh would not let him go. It's the same thing with Lot. When Lot tried to uh, tried to save the city, Sodom and Gomorrah, the mm-hmm. Bible said he couldn't even find one. What? Ain't that something? He couldn't one. find. He, 
He said, peradventure, the law, he says, the law, when you stay in the city, the law said, man, you find 45, I don't know how many people in the city, if it was 25,000, 50,000, 100,000, me, I don't know how many, but he said, if you can find just 45, find me just 45, I, see, y'all don't understand how merciful yes. God, grace and mercy. Man, I'm going to tell you, God is so, God is still, even, even in our salvation, we be doing some jacked up stuff. Let's just keep it real. Come on, preacher, we be come doing on, some preacher. Up stuff. And God yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Sometimes he'll wink at our sins like, okay, I see you. Okay, but you better be careful. I see you. But he is so merciful. He is so merciful. And yes, he was he so is. merciful that he was just going to spare the city. Can you imagine that? Spare the city. For what? What are you going to spare the city for? All the way down to five. So can you just find me? I think I think God lowest five. He couldn't find five. He came Good back. And God said, Amen. Amen. And then God said, Okay, Lot, you're going to have to get you and your family out of here. Why? Out of I'm here. Going to it. Amen. I'm going Amen, to destroy brother. And man, I didn't know that over in things, Israel, over there in the Middle East, they said that yes, that's sir. the gay capital of the world. I had no Come clue. On. I said I saw that last year on the, on the internet. I said this cannot be real. I googled it. They said they got that is the gay capital of. I said Lord, the world. I hear you. It is everywhere. They're pushing it everywhere. So the same thing, and it's just not that particular sin. Everything. This is why we Everything. know that the time is going. This is why I said I can't see it. My, uh, my relative said a thousand more. I said, brother, I can't see a thousand more. I got to be honest. No, I just don't see no a thousand. Not no, no thousand more years. I can't no. see. Look at the world. Impossible. All these countries, wars, Russia's pounding on Ukraine. They're not going to stop. China's saying if anybody jump in to mess with Russia while they pounding on Ukraine, it was going to be World War Three. That's yeah. why you think. Why you think America, you, the United Nations, ain't jumped in? They don't want World War III. They don't want to plunge the world. Not right now. America's not going to. Let me tell you right now. World War III happened. This country right here will not recover. $31 trillion in debt. $31 trillion in debt. We're not going to recover. We, we will no, no longer. Sir. We will cease to be a nation. This nation will be overran overnight. Oh, my God. Y'all Come just on, know man. Tell it. That's coming. And things that's been shown to us in the spirit, this country and economy will be done over with. Amen. Amen. Then they talking about uh saw something about uh what was it? Uh what was that do? Castro, Cuba is doing something with uh China or Russia. I think it's China. They're, they're, they're making a relationship with China. Even some of the South American countries. It's not looking good, guys. It's not looking it's good. Right. That's why I say I say I, I don't see it. I, it's hard for me to even see this world going on another seven more years. I would give it at Come the on, most no. seven Come more on, years. I can't even see that. No, it's impossible. too much sin. That's right. It's too much sin. The sex trafficking, the organ harvesting, the kidnapping, everything is on the rise. It's getting worse. It's like the Bible says, wax, waxing cold. Worse and, and worse. Colder. Yes, sir. Worse and worse. Cold and cold. So we have to think about these things. What exactly are we saying? Uh, we talked about the other day, uh, you know, when Paul talked about Christ returning. He thought They thought another time that Christ was going to return. We know it's inevitable. We know that Christ is going to return. Most of us believe that it's probably going to be this year. 
as soon as next month. It's a huge possibility. Come on, preacher. Amen. Why not? Think about the world, what's going on. Now, could we be wrong? We could be. We're not saying positively, but we sure do feel it in our bones. Could we be wrong? We could. But the issue with that is how much longer? Lord, how much longer is this going to go on? And, you know, a lot of people don't think it's bad. They really don't. But you want to know why? Most people are enjoying this lifestyle. Yeah, they're wrapped up in the world. They wrapped up in the world. People are making money. Man, you get online, start your YouTube channel now. I've been hearing about this. This guy was talking about the job, how people just making thirty thousand a month on YouTube. I said, What? They said people are making crazy. That's why. That's why everybody said, Oh man, a lot of folks are. Is a lot of people good. A lot of people not complain about the the grocery bill, the electric bill. They live. They ain't working on a regular job. They living good. They making good. business money. They living real good. I mean, they traveling to Cancun. The world. You be you be shocked and surprised. A lot of people living good. They really they good. really are. They living good. And you know what? It's a huge possibility that we could be okay. But you know what the problem is. The problem uh-huh. is not what you see on the surface. That's not what the issue is. The issue is not people are making money. That's, that's, not, the, that's not the issue. People going on vacation, on cruises, people spending $1,000. That's not what the issue is. The issue no. is what's going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain. What the devil don't Tell show it. you. What they don't show you is the stuff that Hollywood is doing behind the scenes. The Come stuff on, that people preacher. doing with children behind the scenes, they're kidnapping kids. They say, see, what you don't see is the demons and devils are working behind the curtain, tiptoeing with children off into the dark. They tiptoeing with stolen bodies and organ harvesting. They're doing this stuff in the dark, dark rooms. You don't even know what's going on. They turn bodies open and take it over. People, people they they stealing them from their family. Women are coming up missing. They talk about that all the time, how Black women, they say, they say, the one guy was complaining so bad, he was so mad. He was a black guy. He was saying, this is ridiculous. I think it was up there in Cleveland, Ohio. He said, man, it's ridiculous. Ain't nobody talking about how the women just coming up missing. They ain't just there, Washington, D.C. They talking about how many the women just coming up missing. Ain't nobody talking about it. The news ain't covering it. See, that's what I'm talking about. They tell you what they want. They got you distracted with Trump. Trump ain't going to prison. They got you distracted with Trump in court. Trump got convicted with that. I told my brother, I said, man, I don't see Trump going to prison. And try, if he do, he may be in the 90 days he coming out. Come on, <laughs> come like, on. He'll be like it. Martha Stewart. He'll be in there for like Martha. He'll be in there for a little bit. He coming out. That's a distraction to keep you from these kids being kidnapped. The sex Chinese these women out here, Ooh, they can't find these prostitutes on the street. They turn these women's bodies, they find these women's bodies all chopped up in the field. Who's doing this nonsense? Who's killing, who's kidnapping these babies? I told oh, you know what, brother? Saw another video. No, I saw, no, I didn't see another video. I saw a video that said the exact same thing. When I find them, I'm going to send it to you. Remember about two or three weeks ago, I shared with y'all on the air. This lady at the store I work with was talking about, oh, my God, what is it, what is it called? Something called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? When they take their, um, what is it called you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you get up, when you get real strong? What is that called? Ooh. 
Woo! Oh, what is it called? Oh my God! This guy said my, my, it on my, my, YouTube. My, my. He said that they, he said what they're doing. They're scaring the kids so bad, and when they scare them, it makes their uh, golly, what is that called? Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. That's what it is. Adrenochrome. It makes their adrenaline gets up so much they scare them so bad, and they kill them at that moment because the adrenaline is high and takes the adrenaline out of the body and, and drink the blood. It. Yeah. Lord have mercy, boy. Y'all yes, better they know do. it is. Yes, they wicked. do. See, why you thinking? They show you all that they got you distracted with commercial, TV shows, vacation, money, the bag, the business, taking the cars, the glamour, the life, the TV. They got you so distracted, but behind the scenes, they snatching up bodies, body snatchers. They just snatching up folks. Man, it's terrible behind the scenes. This stuff is happening. See, that's what's going to cause God to tell his son, you know what? Go down there and get my people. Yes. Yes. Go down there and get my people. Get my people. Get my body. Get my body. Get get my body. Go get the church. It's, It's getting... See, that, see, that's where it's bad because you know why? Let me tell you how demons and Lucifer is. They don't know when to stop. That was a wrong no. example in. They got so greedy, the women weren't good enough. See, remember why they originally came down to earth? Why did the angels come to earth? Come the on. women were beautiful to them, not the animals. They didn't want the animals. The women. The, the women, women. Were beautiful to them. They were beautiful. They were fine. They were sexy. They were voluptuous. Long hair. They never seen us. And boy, God, man, he, he put some work on the, into that. Women, yes, woman he did. These guys left heaven for these women. Man, oh man, it would have been no way in the world. They could have taught us, brother. They look good. But they don't look that good. I'm not going to lose my 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 uh, uh, immortality over that. I'm not. Well, come on. I'm not going to lose come my on. light and, and my. My glory for that, I'm not. They looked at good. They said, man, we got to go down and do this. They came down to earth and slept with the women and created giants, Nephilim. Yeah, And don't yeah. you know, don't you know that, yeah. that wasn't good enough for them? That wasn't good enough for them? They were so messed up in the mind. They started sleeping with animals. How nasty animals. is that? Started sleeping. Where do you, you think men get it from? Start sleeping with animals. And creating creatures that we never seen. Like, what in the Come world? Come on, that? preacher. Can you imagine how folks back during the time before the flood were like, what? This ain't normal. That ain't a dog no, or no, a cat. No. That ain't no bird. What in the world is that crawling? Can you Ooh, imagine what they see? My God, my God. Oh, my God. And the Bible says, so as it was in the day of Noah, so shall it be in the return of time. Y'all don't know what's about to be unleashed on this earth. And it's coming up again. Enough. It's coming up again. They were the women. Women weren't good enough. They were sleeping with the men. They started having yeah. sex with the men. The men weren't good enough. They went on to the animals, the birds, the animals. Everything. Just messing with any and everything. Yeah, Sheep, horses. Probably if they, they could, some out there in the sea. They just messing up the gene pool. Just messing up stuff. Wicked. Just wicked. Woo! There you go, see, see, we have to. We have the same spirit, the same wavelength, just wicked. 
And you think about this stuff. That's how it is now. That's how it is now. They want to make more money. I'm like, man, you'll never spend If you're a billionaire, why why you didn't make it? I want 100 million. And you get to 100 million, we want a trillion. See, that's how sin is. Oh, man, I sleep with one woman. She good. Oh, man, that ain't good. I need to sleep with this one. Oh, man. Oh, man, black woman. No, let me go get me a white woman. Let me go get me a Mexican woman. Let me go get me an uh, Asian woman, an African hey. woman. They just want to just keep going. Then, then you know what? <laughs> After that ain't enough, and I've been looking for this guy, brother. There was a video that this guy made on YouTube. He said this dude back back in the day, somewhere back in the 40s to the 60s, somewhere back in there, he slept with so many women, he got tired of it. He said he just couldn't get enough. He couldn't get that thrill. So he went from sleeping with women to men. Yeah, and he men, if get, I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah. He started sleeping with animals. See, yeah, yeah. See? Say it again. They go to the peach. They go to the ultimate and still can't get it. Still can't get it. Can't get it. See, so, so you see what sin does? See, that's why I'm glad I'm saying. See, the only way you're going to thirst your quench is through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will take that away from you and say, you know what? You don't need that. That's what, that's what the Holy Spirit do. You don't need all Yes, sir. Yes, you don't sir. need to be sleeping around. You don't need to be living like that. You don't need to be uh, an adulterer. You don't need to be a fornicator. You don't need to be out here in the clubbing every night. You don't need that lifestyle, drinking and drill. You don't need that. See, that's what God does. He quenches your thirst. And it makes us continue hey, happy. Amen. 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 I thank God for my salvation every single yeah. day. Every single day. I, I brother, and I know you know. I know. Y'all I just know. don't know how I happy know. I am to be saved. I see it every single day. God I and I thought about that guy today. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I said, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for my parents. I do. Because Praise the reason why God. I have to say Praise that, God. Praise God, brother. Praise him. Praise the reason why I have to Praise say that, name. amen. The reason why I have to say that is because people think that's okay. The devil got you tricked. And you just don't know. You can go to hell for all eternity for thinking it's okay to sleep with a bunch of women. I'm telling you, I had friends. Oh, man, they love it. I yeah. had my home bus yeah. and he ain't never getting mad. You know what he said? He said, brother, they graduate every year. I just looked at him and said, boy, you sad. I said, what? He said, man, they graduate every year. He said, well, I need to get married for I said, that's But you see the mindset. He said, yes, he ain't sir. never getting married. Why should he? And he right. They come out of they come out of high school every year. Something new. He just plays the game over and over again. Getting older. He don't care. He's 50 like me. He don't care. He playing the game. He don't care. No. He don't care. No. And I thank God for my parents. Amen. Introduce it because you want to know why. When you think that stuff is okay, when you leave this world, you got the answer for that. Yes, you, you do. Okay yes, you do. To just drink and drug and just part. I got homegirls been partying for years. I'm like, boy, y'all, y'all need to sit down. Y'all older than me. Y'all, y'all busy. Still partying. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. You know, you see these folks here now that you talk to them, it's just the same old game. Same old game, brother. That, see, the devil make you think it's okay. That's what he did to Eve. Yes, see, yes he did. I got to say this real quick. I'm going to turn over to the brother. Go ahead, brother. See, Go ahead. Let, I got to share this because I thought about this at the very beginning of the show. Let me show you the difference between a man and a woman 
and why Lucifer went to Eve. Men are more content most of the time. We are. We're more content. Adam had no need for nothing. He had Eve. Eve was his world. It's out of the need for nothing else. I hear you, brother. Lucifer saw something in a woman that the man didn't have. He said, oh, she likes certain things. Uh-huh. Women have that on the inside where they just sometimes they just you just can't satisfy a woman. Uh-huh. They all like that. Yeah. Not being mean. But seriously, that's why he went to eat. So all I'm saying before I turn over to the brother, go ahead, is that we want you to be safe. I gotta preach in the morning. Hopefully, I can get back on tomorrow with, with uh, Elder. Oh, yeah. I, I got a lot, come on I got back a lot on to with do. Tomorrow. But I'm going to try to come back on. I got even for a little bit. I'm talking, but I want to share with y'all that we love y'all. Don't want y'all to think that this is not hate speech. We love you. We don't want nobody to be lost. Get saved. Plan of salvation, Romans 10, 9 and 10. We love you. Brother, I'm going to go ahead and go take care of my business. I'm going to be listening to you. And you have all right. I'll talk to you later, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Brother. All right. God bless you, brother. God bless you. God bless you. You broke the ice. You broke the ice. God don't love sin. He hates sin. He despises sin. He hates it because all sin, all low down, dirty, rotten things that's not like God comes from Lucifer. Lucifer is a sin carrier. He is a rebellion. He is a fallen cherubim that fell from heaven and from the presence of God for eternity. And he don't care nothing about God Almighty. He don't care nothing about himself. He don't care nothing about the human race. He don't care nothing about nothing. And his main job, his main goal is to try to damn the whole world. The whole human race. He's trying to get God to destroy the whole human race and wipe his hands off and go on back in eternity and let and let the, let let the angels say that God has been defeated by the devil. Well, that's a line wonder. The devil's gonna get defeated by God Almighty because God got a plan, and that plan is that He wants to save. Anybody, anytime that wants to be saved, he wants to save you from sin. God does not hate you. God does not despise you. God hates the sin that's in you because that sin is of the devil. He hates that spirit that's in you. And that spirit of unbelief, that spirit of homosexuality, that spirit of all kinds of wicked, diabolical spirits that control man. And when man let that spirit control him, God said, I don't love that spirit in you. I don't love that lifestyle that you're living. I love you, but I don't love the lifestyle. And it's not all, it's not all homosexual. It's lying, cheating, backbiting, whoremonger. All that. It's drugs, it's uh, traffic, it's uh, porno, all that God hates. 
and what God wants to do and what he already done done, God became flesh. Ooh, listen. God became flesh. God became man. God was born of a virgin Mary in the Bethlehem of Judea 2,000 years ago. Instead of God destroying you and the sin that you have committed, God wants to save you from sin that you can receive his son, Jesus Christ, that you will be set free from sin, death, hell, and the grave. And the only way, Lord, have mercy, the only way God Almighty, eternal one, self-existent, omnipotent, omnipresent, immutable, the only way that he could save man he couldn't get nobody else to do it. He couldn't get no angels to do it. He couldn't get no cherubim to do it. He could, he could get none of the prophets. He could get none of the uh, uh, biblical prophets in the Bible to do it. God had to do it himself. God had to do it by himself. He could not instruct nobody how to do it. He could not teach nobody how to do it. He could not train nobody how to do it. No, God had to do it. He couldn't train nobody how to be born of a virgin Mary and come out of a, of a woman's womb sinless. He couldn't teach nobody to do that. God himself became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld the glory of the only begotten Son, because God was manifested of the manifested in the flesh, seen of angels, justified by the Spirit, and received up into glory to what? To wipe out sin. It took the blood of Jesus Christ to wipe sin completely away, and that's in your spirit and in your soul. Jesus Christ's blood that He shed on Calvary's cross can destroy sin, eliminate sin. Woo! Wash your sins away that you could become like Christ through the Holy Spirit by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That's the only way God can do it. Because why? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. So I don't I don't hate gays. I don't hate them. I hate the lifestyle. I don't hate adulterers. I hate the lifestyle. I don't hate fornicators. I hate the lifestyle. Why? Because it's not of God. God wants to save you from that, and God can save you from that. I don't like drug addicts, but I don't like the, I love drug addicts, but I don't like the lifestyle. Drugs will kill you. Drugs will harden your heart. Drugs will take your mind. Drugs will take your health. Drug will damn your soul to hell if you don't come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You see, if you go to hell, you're not going for drugs. You're not going for fornication. You're not going for adultery. You're going because, number one, this is the number one sin that can put you in hell. And that is, if any man, any boy, any grown person, any old person, any young person get the age of accountability, when they get to the age of accountability and when they come to acknowledge who Jesus Christ is through faith, and if they reject 
the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross 2,000 years ago, if they neglect it, if they deny it, if they re- reject it, and if they say that they don't need Christ to come into their life by faith through the blood of Jesus Christ, and they die. Now, listen, if they die in their sins, it, listen, if they die in their sins, they are going to end up in hell for sure. Why? Not because of what they've done, but because they never believe on the Lord Jesus Christ so the Lord could save them from the sins that they have done and cleanse them and wash them and make them in his image. Because if you in sin, if you in degradation, if you in line back by the whole fornication, you are not living in the image of God. You're not living in the image of God. In order to live in the image of God, both physically and both spiritually, you must be born again. And when Christ comes into your life, you receive the image of God, and the image of God is holiness, righteousness, love, joy, peace, long-suffering. You have the image of God. You have the image of Christ. Why? Because Christ lives in you, and Christ is the image of the God that made the heaven and earth. Jesus Christ said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He said, you can't get to the Father unless you come by me. So when a person receives Christ, he becomes in a spit image of who God is, and God is love. Listen, God is love. Whoever's born of God loveth his brother. If you've been born again, or listen to what I'm saying, if you've been born again and you receive the love of God, you're going to love your brother. Little little Epistle John said, hey, if you know God, you're going to love your brother. No man can say he loved God and hate his brother because if he say he loved God and hate his brother, and resent his brother, and 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 have a, a, a ill feeling towards his brother. Woo! And you say you love God. The Bible says you are a liar, and the truth is not in you. And the Bible says all liars, all liars, will have their part in the lake of fire. And who is a liar? A liar is a person that denies. Listen, he denies that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. He denies that God Almighty is Jesus Christ in the flesh. He's a liar because that's the record that God gave his son. And his record is that I and the Father are one. I'm in the Father, the Father in me. Jesus said the works that I do is not I, but the Father that's in me. So when you come to know Jesus Christ and you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive Jesus Christ. And when you receive Jesus Christ, you receive the Father in the Spirit. And when the Spirit comes to your your heart, it's the Holy Ghost that comes into your heart. And the Holy Ghost seals you with the Spirit until the day of redemption. And when you receive Christ in your spirit, guess what? You're saved. S-A-B-E-D, S-A-B-E-D. You're saved from sin, death, hell, and the grave. The big question is, after you get saved, do you still sin? Yes. But one thing about it, you cannot practice sin and be an effective Christian for Jesus Christ. You cannot practice sin. For instance, 
Man gets saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, on fire for God for four, four or five years. He's on fire for God, and all of a sudden, something happens. He backslides. When he backslides, is he still God's son? Is he still saved? Yes, 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 because God has never unsaved nobody when they sin after they get, get saved. Because, number one, the soul, your soul is the one where salvation is obtained. In your spirit, in your soul, your body cannot be saved. Your flesh cannot be saved. So you'll still have that sin nature that you had before you got saved, but now you got power on the inside to keep that flesh under subjection. And the Bible says if you sin and confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive your sin. But if you continue to sin, God will put you under the chastisement of his love and of his grace. He will put you under testimony. In other words, he will give you a whipping. A whipping. You know what that is? A whipping is when you disobey God, when you become a Christian, God will chastise you like he did Samson, like he did David, like he did uh, Jonah. He chastised Jonah. He chastised uh, uh, David. He chastised Samson. He chastised a lot of saints in the word of God that disobeyed of what he said. But you cannot lose your salvation once you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. But what the devil's trying to do, I tell you what the devil's trying to do. The devil cannot unsave you because he didn't save you. And God is not going to unsave you because when he died once and for all, he died for you that you could have eternal life. And eternal life came from Jesus Christ when he shed his blood on Calvary's cross. That blood has eternal life. That spirit that's in the blood has eternal life. When you receive Christ by repenting, repenting of your sin and being sorry for your sin, and you come to Jesus Christ by faith through grace, he said you can be saved. You've got to confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So what I'm saying, can a gay be saved? Yes. Can homosexual be saved? Yes. Can adultery be saved? Yes. Can a backbiter be saved? Yes. Can a drug addict be saved? Yes. And when I say yes, I mean yes. You can be saved by the grace of God. And when you get saved, you're under the mighty hand of the mighty God, and God knows how to whip his children. He knows how to whip his children. And he said, if you are saved and you think you can do anything you want to, you are lying to yourself because God said, whom I loveth, I chasteneth. And he loves those that he have given their life to Jesus Christ. So now you under the hands of God, you under the chastisement of God. And the Bible said, if a man say he's saved, listen, if a man say he's saved and living any way he want to, and living, you hear what I said? Living any way he want to, lying, cheating, backbiting, hypocrite. And he said he's saved. The Bible said, you're not saved. 
You're a bastard. You know why you're a bastard? You're a bastard because you don't know the Heavenly Father. You're a bastard because you don't have a father. You got a father, and he's a father of lies, and that's the devil. Jesus told the Pharisees and said, you see, he said, your father's the devil because y'all are liars. Y'all are backbiters. Y'all are hypocrites. He said, now listen. He said, anybody that comes under my plan of salvation and receive my son Jesus Christ, and he disbehaved himself, I'm going to put him under chastisement, and that chastisement says that I'm his father, and I'm going to love him, and I'm going to love him, and I'm going to show you that I'm going to love you because I'm going to chastise you. For whomever, whoever does not suffer chastisement is a bastard and not a son. Woo! What is a bastard? Physically, a bastard is a person that don't know who their father is. What is a spiritual bastard? A spiritual bastard is a person that says they know Jesus Christ and really don't know him, and they're doing anything they want to do, and they're not suffering chastisement because they don't know who their father is. And if you don't know who your father is, he cannot chastise you. Jesus Christ only chastised those that he knows. And those that he do know, he's going to whip them and give them a good whipping. And if you don't know what I mean, you need to read your Bible and find out some of the people that suffer chastisement under the love of Jesus Christ. In the church, in the early church, men suffer chastisement. Why? Because they were disbehaving themselves and God had to chastise them. And sometimes chastisement leads into death. Sometimes God got to take some saints out of here because they ain't living right. Ooh, yes, he had. Ooh, some people die. Some Christians die early lives because they won't live right. They know they know Jesus Christ. They have the Holy Spirit, but they haven't grown. They ain't so easy to persuade. They haven't read the Bible. They haven't fasted and prayed. You got to fight for this. You got to fight for this battle because it's a spiritual battle. It's not a battle fighting against flesh and blood, but you're fighting against the prince power of the air. So listen, if you want to be saved tonight, you can be saved tonight. You can come to Jesus Christ by faith. But as a Christian, as a, as a man of God, as a preacher, I do not hate sinners, but I hate the sin that's in them. You hear what I said? I don't hate sinners. I love sinners. And I love so much that I want to preach Christ to them and get them to understand that you must be born again and come to Jesus Christ before you can ever enter the kingdom of God. Because I do not want you. I don't want nobody that's a human being to go to hell for their own sins. I don't want you to go to hell. So in order for you not to go to hell, I've got to tell you the truth. I can't, I can't, I can't, who I can't compromise with you. I can't uh, jive you. I can't uh, fix it up and, and make it sound good. I can't do that because I love you. And if I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. If you die without Jesus Christ in your life, woo, if you die unbelieving and rejecting the precious blood of Jesus Christ, God himself became total man and took the total death and paid the total truck, total price for your sin. Every sin that you ever done, 
secret sin, omission sin, willingly sin, and he died on Calvary's cross for your sins, and then you stand up here and look at me and tell me you all right? Going to church don't make you saved. Reading your Bible don't make you saved. Praying don't make you saved. You got to confess with your mouth and believe with your heart. Listen, Lord, I'm a I'm a whoremonger. Listen, Lord, I'm a homosexual, Lord. Listen, Lord, I'm a lesbian, Lord, and I need your help. I need to be saved. I want you to save me from this abomination that I've been doing. I want you to save me from drugs. I want you to save me from lying. I want you to save me, and, Lord, I want you to pour your love in my heart. I want the love of Jesus to be poured in my spirit. I want to be set free from sin, death, hell, and the grave. Because let me tell you 110%, there is a place where the wicked, the wicked is going to be punished forever. The wicked. The, what is a wicked person? A wicked person is a person who denies. This is what a wicked person is. A wicked person is a person that have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. They have heard about his suffering. They have heard about his death. They have heard about his miracle. They have heard about his resurrection. They have heard about his love. They have heard about his forgiveness. They have heard and heard and heard and heard. And guess what? If they die and never accept Jesus Christ, they're going to have to pay for their own sin. And you don't want to have to pay for your own sin because the wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life. And I'm not talking about physical death. I'm talking about spiritual death. Separated from God forever because you stayed in your sin and you died without Christ. Don't die without Christ. Don't die without Christ. Please don't die without Christ. I'm not hollering on here for, 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 for money. I'm not hollering on here for, for, for fame and glory. I'm not hollering because I can holler. I'm hollering and I'm telling you, don't go to hell, for God loved you so much. And he was willing enough to go to hell for you. He went to hell for me. Woo! He went to hell for me. And he went to hell for you. And when he went to hell, he didn't stay down there no three hours. He stayed down there three days and three nights. And he preached in hell. He preached and came to hell and told Lucifer and all his demons, I've got the victory. I've got the keys of death and hell. I've got all power in my hand because within three days and three nights, I'm coming up out of the grave with all power. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the Old Testament saints out of here because there was three compartments in hell. Hell itself, the bottomless pit, and paradise. Paradise was in the bowels of the earth before the resurrection of Jesus Christ. All the Old Testament saints went to hell, but they went to another compartment called paradise. And paradise is a place, a waiting place, a waiting place in the bowels of the earth until Jesus Christ was resurrected. Because the saints of God in the Old Testament could not come in the presence of God until the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because the 
bulls, the blood of bulls and turtle doves and goats and lambs and sheep could not erase the blood of the Old Testament saints. Listen to me what I'm saying. The blood of bulls and goats and turtle doves could not erase all the sins that the Old Testament done. And the Old Testament saints and prophets sinned against God too. And when they sinned against God, the blood of bulls and turtle doves and goats was only a covering for a period of time until that final day come, early Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, Jesus Christ came up out of the grave and he took the pain of sin, death, and hell on his own body. And guess what? He got the victory because he said, all power in heaven and earth is in my hand. And when Christ was resurrected from the dead, he stayed up on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. Well, guess what? When Jesus Christ went back to heaven, he took all the Old Testament saints out of the bowels of the earth, which was paradise. And now, guess what? Paradise is empty. It's empty in the bowels of the earth. Paradise has been shifted. What? Shifted into the presence of God. So when a saint dies, when a, when a little baby dies, when a person dies that have not reached the age of accountability, they go directly to paradise, which is in the presence of God in a split second. So now, where do the wicked go? The wicked stays in hell, the place where they're going to have to wait until the final judgment day. Don't go. Don't go. Please don't go. We are living in the last days. We're living in a split second just before the rapture. I know the world think I'm crazy. I know the demons in hell. The demons in hell think I'm crazy. They wish I would shut up, but I'm not going to shut up. I'm going to tell you. Don't go to hell. Come to Jesus Christ tonight, for he loves you so much. He don't give you time enough. If you're 15 years old, if you're 16 years old, if you're 17 years old, come on, you ain't too young to receive Jesus Christ. You're at the right age now to know, look, you need a Savior because you get ready to go wild. You get ready to go crazy. You get ready to think you know everything. I don't care if you're 45, 65, 75, 85. If you have never experienced the power of Jesus Christ in a changed life, you need to come to him now. Because just because you're old and feeble don't mean you're going to heaven. No. Because there's a lot of people on this planet, 7.8 billion people on this planet. And people today are living longevity. They're living like 80 years old, 90 years old, and guess what? You can live all your life. You can live all your life, and you can have a pretty good life during your lifetime. But if you live all your life upon this earth, and I don't care if you never went to church, I don't care if you never heard a preacher preach, but if you leave this planet, Without coming to the knowledge of knowing who Jesus Christ is, you will literally, spiritually, carnally, realistically die. And you will lift up your eyes in hell for one reason. One reason. 
And the reason is you never repented of your sin and you never were sorry towards God telling him, Lord, I'm so sorry. I am a repentant sorry. I am so sorry that I'm, I'm, I was born the way I was, and I'm so sorry that I have sinned against you. I'm so sorry I lied against you. I'm so sorry I rebelled against you. I'm so sorry that I'm an old drug headed. I'm so sorry that I'm a homosexual. Please, Lord, please, please look down on me with mercy and have mercy on my soul because Brother Bazaar would tell you right now, from the word of God, there is a hell, and it is an awesome, awesome place. I'd rather, I'd rather jump in the alligator pit than go to hell. I'm telling you. I'd rather, I'd rather jump in a snake pit than to go to hell. I'd rather freeze to death than go to hell. I would, because hell is a place where the wicked will never cease. There will be crying in hell. There will be sorrow in hell. It will be hot in hell. You will have all your senses in hell. You will see in hell, you will hear in hell, you will talk in hell, you will smell in hell, and you will remember, you will remember when somebody was trying to tell you, don't go to hell, come to the cross. Oh, that beautiful cross. Jesus didn't look beautiful when he was up there, but when he brought salvation, it was beautiful to me. And I'm guilty for helping humanity put him up there. I'm, I was I was guilty because when I was born, I was born in sin, and I was shaped in iniquity. Then my mother conceived me, and I have sinned against God, and my sins put him on the cross. And I believe if I was the only human being up on this planet. Jesus Christ would have still came down here and died on the cross. And even if I was the only one down here, woo, if I was the only one down here with the hammer and with the nails and with the whip, and I would have told him, get on that pinnacle, I'm going to whoop you, I'm going to nail you to the cross myself, I don't like you, uh, you had no business coming down here, I, 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 I'm going to make sure that you die. He still would have came. He still would. Why? Because he loved me so much that he don't want me to die and go to hell and perish in everlasting life. And the devil don't like it. The devil don't like it. And every time a soul receives Christ, the angels in heaven shout. Don't you know every time an angel who shout, God shout. Because that's God's business, saving souls. He's a soul saver. He's a heart fixer. He's a mind regulator. He's my bread. He's my water. He's my up and he's my down. Ooh, he's my in and he's my out. He's my savior. He's my friend. 
And there's nobody like Jesus. Now, why don't you want to come in? Because the devil ain't nothing but a destroyer. He's a murderer. He's a destroyer. He's a killer. He's a liar. And he wants you to go to hell with him. Satan wants you to go to hell with him. Because all those that died in sin, they will see Lucifer in hell. They will see the dragon. They will see the Antichrist. They will see the false prophet. They will see all the false ministers. They will see all the false prophets. They will see everything that's not like Jesus Christ through his shed blood. They will be in hell, and you will be able to see them, talk with them. Ooh, it, won't be a, it won't be a plain talk. It'll be what? Growling and gnashing and gnashing of teeth. And demons will be tormenting you, and the worm will never die. In other words, you're going to have a body in, in hell like a worm because we are like a worm. And where the worm never dieth. In other words, you won't die no more. There won't be no more separation, physical death no more. There won't be, there'll be a separation from God forever. If you hate God now, you're going to hate him in hell. If you love God now, you won't love him in heaven. If you resent God and rebel against God and tell God to take your cross, take your Savior, take your shed blood, and you shove it somewhere else where, the, woo, where nobody can find it, and you die without coming to Christ in a meek and humble spirit, in a repentant spirit, and when you kick that bucket and slip, slip on that banana pilling and they plant your uh, a graveyard somewhere, and you start pushing up Daisy, your soul is going to be crying out in hell. Why didn't I listen? Listen to me. These hours that we're living in, Jesus Christ is getting ready to rapture the church. Jesus Christ is getting ready to blow the trumpets. Jesus Christ is warning me. He's warning you. And I'm trying to warn anybody that want to listen. Don't be left out when the rapture occurs. Because after the rapture, Satan is going to be unleashed upon this earth. He's already doing his dirty work. He's already killing folks. He's already starting fire. He's already going shooting. He's already having parties. He's always drinking. He's always lying. He's always doing wicked things and get people off guard to let them to make them feel like ain't nothing going to happen. But let me tell you, Jesus Christ is more, he's closer. He's closer. Something coming to Jesus Christ is closer than the hair on your body, closer than the blood in your veins. And it's not no 1,000 years away. It's not no 500 years away. It's not no, it's not even hardly a year away. It might not be months away. It might not be days away. In a moment of a twinkling of an eye, guess what? The trumps are going to blow. And when they blow, the dead in Christ is going to rise, and we that remain alive is going to be caught to meet the Lord in the air. This is it. This is it. It's almost over. War is on the verge right now. Russia is getting ready and getting geared up to begin World War III. 
We don't have wars and wars and wars and wars all through human history. There's over 40 wars going on today. There's wars going on in the street corners. There's wars going on in the big city. There's war in the neighborhood. There's war in the families and homes. There's war everywhere. Small wars, big wars, bloody wars going on in your soul. There's a war going on. I'm fighting a war right now. I'm fighting a war not against flesh and blood. I'm not out there shooting, killing the shoot and and, and, and and ripping women. I'm fighting a spiritual battle. I'm fighting the devil and all his cohorts. But my victory has already been won. I'm on the winning side. Don't you want to be on the winning side tonight? There's no guarantee you're going to wake up in the morning. No guarantee. There ain't no guarantee that I'm going to wake up in the morning. But I'll tell you one thing. My soul is well with the Lord. My soul is right with God. My soul cries out to the Lord. My soul is so thankful. I'm so thankful and so gratified and so praising the name of the Lord that the Lord saved my soul at the age of nine years old. Nine years old, I accepted Jesus Christ. And from nine years old until this present day, I am now 78 years old. I'll be 79 in a couple months, November. I'll be 79 years old, and God has kept me this long. And I know why, because he told me to preach the gospel, that I can reach somebody to get to know this man from Galilee. Oh, he is wonderful. He is the almighty God. He is the everlasting father, and he is a prince of peace. And guess what? Israel is getting ready. Woo, woo, the Antichrist. Let me tell you, the Antichrist is here on this earth right now. Capital N-O-W. Right now, the Antichrist is alive, and he's a full-grown man. And guess what? He is ready to what? Come on the scene to do what? He's going to come on the scene and say that he is Jesus Christ. Before Christ comes back to this earth, the Antichrist is going to come. But before the Antichrist comes, Jesus Christ has to rapture the body when he raptures the church. And I'm not talking about the church down there on the corner. I'm talking about the born-again, baptized, Holy Ghost-filled people who have given their life to Jesus Christ and on fire for God. I'm talking about the corner Christians. Amen, amen. I'm talking about the Christians that knows Jesus Christ, but they're kind of living in the flesh. They're kind of going for the world. But let me tell you, your soul is sealed with the Spirit until the day of redemption. But let me tell you something. You better work out your soul's salvation because when you get before the throne of God and all born-again believers will be at the judgment seat of Christ. Every born-again believer. And let me tell you, just before you, just because you go to church, that, mean, that don't mean you're going to be there because there's some people on the streets that, that have never been to church. They have received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. They're going to be there. And the ones that you think going to be there ain't going to be there. And the ones that going to say they're going to be there, they're not going to be appearing because they haven't been washed in the blood of the left. It's not the works that you're going to get you to heaven. It's the grace of God. It's nothing but the grace of God. And if you want salvation, God is more than powerful to give you his son, Jesus Christ. He wants to give it to you. 
You don't have to work for it. You don't have to beat your head against the wall. You don't have to fall all over the floor. That's the only thing you've got to do is say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm a low-down sinner. I'm a sinner lost, lost, on my way to hell, lost. Not because, I'm not going to hell because I'm bad. I'm not going to hell because I'm good. I'm going, if I go to hell, I'm going to hell because I haven't accepted Jesus Christ. And if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ tonight and you die between now and 5 o'clock in the morning, you're going to lift your eyes up in hell. Now, I'll tell you, that's the truth. That's the truth. That's nothing but the truth. And you don't have to, whoo, you don't have to demonstrate your salvation until you get it. And when you get it, guess what? You'll know you got it. You know you passed from death from life. You know you know God. Why? Because you love the brethren. I know I'm saved. Why? Because I love God and I love the brethren. Never seen, never heard of it. Don't know you what your status quo. Don't know if you're a sinner or you're a saint. I don't know if you're rich or poor. I don't know if you're black or white. But I tell you one thing, whether you're black or white or whatever you are, if you're a human being, you belong to God and God wants you. And the only thing you've got to do is say, Lord, come on with me. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Lord God Almighty. I know what you did for me on Calvary. I know you did it. And I believe you did it. And I'm going to confess with my mouth right now, and I'm going to believe in my heart that God Almighty has raised his son. What you talking about? God raised himself. For he is the son. He is the son of God in the flesh who knew no sin but became what? A sin over low down, dirty, rotten, conniving, diabolical, Luciferians, Baphonets and Baal and all these false demons that are running around captivating people's soul and trying to keep them away from the cross. You ought to plow through all that old crazy stuff and fall on your sin, bend the knees and cry out to the Lord Savior Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I know you love me. I'm just I'm just stubborn. I'm gonna come to you tonight. I'm gonna confess you tonight. I'm gonna confess to you. And I'm going to confess to my mama and my daddy and my sister. I'm going to confess right now with my mouth. And I believe I accept the great atonement that Christ did 2,000 years ago. And the blood has never lost its power. It got power beyond power. Because when the Lord saved you, he saved you to the uttermost. And the uttermost means forever. Forever will I be with the Lord if you know Jesus Christ. For no sinner, no hypocrite, the kingdom of God. The backslider, he will be there at the judgment seat of Christ because he's been sealed with the Spirit and he will be judged for his works that he done on earth for Christ. If he did in if he did in the flesh, it ain't gonna count. But yet his soul shall be saved by his faith in Jesus Christ. So why don't you come tonight? You can't lose. You can't lose for the world. If you know Jesus, you just can't lose. Because salvation is a sure thing. And I know it's a sure thing because 
John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world. So. He loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. He ain't got no more sons. He ain't got no other way to save man but through his son. And he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, whosoever means whoever your name is, what's your status, whosoever believeth on him shall never perish, shall never go to hell, shall never burn in hell, shall never see the fire, shall never see the fire that Satan is going to and the wicked is going. You will never see it if you believe on his name and confess with your mouth that God loved you that much. These are evil times. The temple that the Jews are preparing to build, they're making preparations. The high priest and the altar and the ark of the covenant and the five red helpers and all the Jews are getting together. Why? Because they believe that this man is coming. It's going to be Jesus Christ. And it's not Jesus Christ. It's the devil. And the devil is going to look good through this Antichrist. This Antichrist, and I'm just I'm just talking about what I've seen and what I heard. His Antichrist is going to be a handsome king. And he's alive today. He is 55 years old. He is the 